She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I pronounce it Vicky. everyone, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast, a monthly Small Wonder podcast. Yes, for those of you that are just tuning into this podcast for the first time, I started the Small Wonder podcast back in 2019, and I am working my way towards the end of season two. Today I'm going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 20, Look Into My Eyes, which aired February 21st, 1987. In this episode, Joan's high school friend is not what Ted expects. So, if you listened to the last podcast, I think my theory on this particular episode was maybe, well, it says high school friend so we don't I don't know if this is a boy or a girl like oh it's an old class you know girl classmate from high school and then she's like divorced or something or single and she hits on Ted or something that could be extremely kooky and out of left field is what if this friend is a guy and he's a magician or a girl and a magician. I don't know. Just, uh, I don't, uh, you know, with the kooky and the craziness of season one and also season two, some really bad and weird episodes, nothing is, I'm not, I haven't been too surprised just yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing whether either of my predictions are right. Cause like I say, I don't watch the episodes ahead of time. So I have no idea. I might have seen some episodes in reruns, but that was like back in 1989 when I was seven. And some of the stuff it seems like that I had watched in reruns when I cover it for the podcast is like I miss, I'm not remembering it correctly. Like I'm remembering things happening differently. So I'll be wrapping up season two at the end of this year and then jumping into season three in January 2023. I also want to wish a happy belated birthday to Edie McClurg, most annoying neighbor, Bonnie Brindle. Now, I don't have a problem with Edie McClurg. She just seems like such a sweet lady. The character Bonnie Brindle that she plays, yeah, I got a problem with her. <laughs> I don't like her. You guys know I am the president of the I Hate Brindles fan club. So, also, the podcast does have a Facebook page if you want to go and follow it. So, you know, I'm basically doing these episodes in chronological order. Just go to Facebook, put in Small Wonder Podcast. It should pop up. You can like it, follow it, comment on your memories of episodes. Also, if you want to watch along with me, unfortunately, the DVDs are no longer available. I got mine. I got season two on Amazon. I paid like over $50 for it. But um, you can, I believe most of the episodes are up on YouTube if you want to check them out and follow along. 
Um, after I'm done covering the episode, I will see if anyone left any comments on the YouTube episodes. And, you know, if there's some funny ones, I'll read them. So, let's get into Look Into My Eyes. Oh, boy. And, of course, if you don't already know, again, if you're new to this podcast, this is not an Ears of All Ages podcast. This is an 18 and over podcast because mainly due for language and some content. It probably isn't suitable for ages under the age 18. So we open up the episode, Jamie's in the living room sitting on the couch flipping through the TV guide and Ted and Joan come out into the living room and Jamie's like, hey mom and dad, guess what? There's a TV show that all of us can watch together. You know, it's a family. It's a TV show, so it's not a TV movie. Slime Mutants from Saturn. What? It's, of course it's not a real movie. It seems like whenever these kids go to see movies, there are always some weird made-up space aliens, slime boogers, or something weird like that. <laughs> I thought he was... So it's an actual show. I just assume like it was one of those end-of-the-world, like, Armageddon, Independence Day type movies. But no, it's an actual series. Why does he think that his parents would want to watch that? I mean, Ted doesn't really strike me the type that would even be into that. I mean, he's into, you know, computers and stuff, but he just, well, and I don't think Joan would be into that either. So let's find out what Joan and Ted's response is to this. They still have that trunk for a coffee table. When are they ever going to get a real coffee table? Ever? Maybe in season three. Sounds fucking stupid. It's about a bunch of dirty space creatures who come to Earth and leave a ring around the planet. <laughs> Let's see what else is on. Yeah, something better. Here's the bowl of popcorn you asked for. There's nothing in that bowl. Thanks, Vicky. <laughs> Vicky, you have to pop it before we can eat it. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. But what about the butter? That's just regular white popcorn. Eat your heart out, Orville Redenbach. But there's no butter on it. As he melts the remote. Let's see who's at the door, please, Vicky. And remember to look through the peephole first. Look through the peephole first. So, of course they don't want to watch that stupid damn movie. It sounds... Ugh, like hot garbage. So Ted's like, give me that TV guide. Let's find out. There's got to be something else that we can watch together. What? I bet anything that's got to be Harriet. Well, no, because does Harriet. <laughs> I've been covering the show for over three years now, and I'm just trying to think. I think, yeah, she does. She She knocks. She rings the doorbell. She doesn't just walk in. I mean, if the door is open, she'll come in, but... So, Joan has her, like, remember to look through the peephole first, which... Yeah, you don't want any solicitors just opening the door. You don't know who's on the other side. I mean, it could be solicitors, 
Like, come on, we don't need that. I wouldn't even be able to look out that peephole. I'd probably have to stand on my tiptoes. So, and Vicky can't, Vicky is like a foot shorter than that peephole. So she actually has to stretch her neck like visibly all the way up to the peephole. Of course she is. That's a good place for. Did you let her in? No, just leave the door locked. Hi, Vicky. Hi, everybody. Oh, what are you doing? Want? Oh, just getting ready to watch some TV, Harriet. Can I watch it too? I can't watch it at home. Well, what's the matter? Is your set broken? Yeah. My mom threw it at my dad. <laughs> sure, Harriet. We'd love to have you watch TV with us. No, we wouldn't. Yeah. Where are they even going to watch? And now, ladies and gentlemen, let me show you that hypnotism can be fun as well as educational. Oh, hypnotism, this should be really interesting. Look into the eyes of the great Rinaldi. You are getting tired, very tired. Your eyelids are growing heavy. Oh, more like they're rolling their eyes. You cannot hold your eyes open. You are falling asleep. Fast, fast. Asleep. And now for a few post-hypnotic suggestions. That kind of looks familiar. You, sir, when you awaken, hear the word milk, <coughs> you will act like a little baby. Oh, go. And, madame, when you hear the word warm, you will become a vamp like Mae West. And as for you, dear lady, when you hear the word rose, you will get up and dance the tango. Harriet, would you stop trying to hold my hand in the popcorn? <laughs> you, sir, when you hear the word bark, you will act like a dog. And last, but far from least, you, sir, when you hear the word bananas, you will act like a monkey. When you all hear the word stop, you will stop acting out your post-hypnotic suggestions. And now, when I snap my fingers, you will awaken. Splendid. Did you know that Rose feeds her dog warm bananas and milk every time she hears him bark? Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Even Vicky's like, what am I watching? So of course when the doorbell rings, of course... If it's Harriet. And she wants to hang out with the Lawsons because she don't got TV no more. Bonnie threw it at Brandon. Good grief. So she squeezes in on the end of the couch. So she's sitting right next to Jamie. When Vicky brings out the popcorn, I'm like, she, this large silver metal bowl I'm like there's no popcorn in there of course not there's kernels but there's no popcorn and due to Vicky of course being a robot she's able to just 
pop the popcorn while she's standing there. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it doesn't have any butter on it. It's just white popcorn. You gotta have butter. So Joan suggests they watch some type of hypnotic person. It almost looks like it could be like an infomercial or it's a talk. Or it's just some random magician who's hypnotizing people into pretending they're a baby or they're a a dog or some or something or other just based on these little keywords that he says. He's like putting them to sleep and it almost looks like when they go there's like at least five to six people sitting in chairs. And when he says you're gonna be put into a deep sleep and they also are kind of bowing their heads. They clearly some of them look like they're rolling their eyes, like they're extremely annoyed. It's like you want to be on the show. <laughs> Uh, it's it's stupid. I I just kept waiting for thinking like, oh, Joan's gonna recognize one of those people. Like, oh, that's my friend from high school or something like. Cause you know that's my second theory of thinking like, oh, one of her old friends is like, well, that man is too old to have gone to school with her, unless cause it says one of her old high school friends, not a teacher who's a magician or something now. He's trying to hold Jamie's hand because he's holding on to the popcorn and he's got his hand in the bowl. He's like, will you please stop trying to hold my hand? Ugh. And I look, Jerry Seprian, who plays Jamie, is at least four to five years older than the girl, Emily Schulman, who plays Harriet. That Vicky's holding prior to the popcorn being popped getting really like heated up like orange like a burner on a stove and, and popcorn is just becoming visible. I know Joan's always just trying to be polite too because Harriet's a kid and even Ted corrects Jamie when he's like oh no I don't it's stick as Jamie's sticking his finger down his throat like yeah I, I, I don't want to watch TV with Harriet. Because Joan's like, oh, we'd love to have you hang out here and watch TV with us. What is with everyone's shirts? Harriet's shirt's got some weird symbols on it. Joan's shirt's got some weird symbols on it. But Joan's hair, I don't, I, I don't know if I've seen, maybe I have seen a look like that where it's like pulled up on one side and it's got, maybe it's, it could be either a barrette or maybe one of those like banana clip type things that they had back in the day. I think my sister had those. Yeah, when they turn the TV on and Joan says, oh, hypnotism, this will be really interesting. The great Rinaldi is this guy. He looks like someone I've seen on another show. You know, I'm going to look that up right now. It's going to bug me if I don't. Oh, when I was looking at the cast list and I was like, the dog, the baby, the lady who tangos, the vamp. And just like, who? What? Huh? Now I understand what all that is referring to. Okay, so we're going to get a reappearance from Mrs. Fernwald. We're going to get Mr. Digby. And I guess we're going to see Gary? Oh, okay. Mr. Uh, Rinaldi here, the great Rinaldi, did pass away in 2018. So, RIP. Looks like he's 
he's done quite a bit of voice work, this guy. I guess he looks like maybe someone I might have seen in... I'm just trying to see here. Uh, make a P.I. Uh, small, okay, so Rinaldi, gotcha. Family Ties, he played a waiter. He was in nine episodes of the Transformers series from 85 to 87. Uh, 14 going on 30. Perfect Stranger. This guy plays a lot of, like, Hostess types. Nuts Landing. He was in an episode of Night Court. And a lot of the rest of this is mainly, it's just, it's all, it's all voice work. It's all voice work. Which, again, awesome. Good for him. All right, let's see. So the doorbell rings again. And I'm thinking, no, who is it? Jamie's friend Gary? Joe, I thought this episode was supposed to be about Joan's high school friend. And I don't know why, but when I was thinking of that, now I'm getting, like, Cruella vibes. Like, almost like Joan is Anita and her old friend is, like, a Cruella type. Let's see who's at the door this time. Oh, Mrs. Fernwald, what the hell is she doing here? Oh, no, honey. It's that Mrs. Fernwald from the Department of Family Services. Again? What? Is... Vicky's adoption. There's no problem. There better not be. Why the hell is she there? Hi there, Olivia Fernwald. Yeah, what do you want? Still that happy family. Yeah, what do you want? Why are you making a house call in the middle of the, hello, hello, of the weekend? And Vicky. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, and I remember this young lady from Vicky's birthday party a few months ago. A few months That's ago? That's right. I'm Harriet, the vivacious redhead who lives next door. Shush. <laughs> Harriet, uh, this is a personal matter. Yeah, why don't you go home? Oh, I don't mind. Get I'm out! <laughs> Get out. Go Harriet, home. she means goodbye, and then Get, Get out. Yeah, get up. Go. You in 1996? 1996? <laughs> Look into my eyes. When you hear the word Harriet, you will throw yourself into my arms. When I hear the word Harriet, I will throw myself in front of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's Mrs. Fernwald. This is like a Saturday night. Why the hell is she making a random house call? For what? Why? And, and we we get her again in like season three or four apparently. When apparently there's a mistake and like I guess it's put down that Ted's an alcoholic or something. I don't know. But she ends up showing up for some weird reason. And she's showing up again. And for continuity's sake, she's like, oh yeah, remember Vicky's birthday party a few months ago? It feels like forever ago. Wasn't that in season one? <laughs> I mean, serious. Oh my gosh. What is this lady doing here? And Ted and Joan put on smiles like, hi! <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we know who you are. No, you don't have to remind us. What are you, what, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. Harriet, you need to go home, okay? Because this is a personal matter. And Harriet's like, oh, yeah. 
personal, huh? I'll just hang out and... No, we don't need to give your mother any more ammunition into our personal lives. So Joey, Joey, <laughs> Jamie, like, practically throws Harriet out the door. Like, he practically lifts her up from the couch and, like, shoves her out the door. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'll see you in 1996, which is, if this episode is 1987, so nine years later. Let's find out what exactly is she here for. And she's just making random house calls on a Saturday evening. Like, she has no life. I mean, how many clients does she visit periodically unannounced? They could have been in their underwear. They could have been, you know, Tenjong could have been doing whatever on the couch. I don't know. <laughs> What do we owe this pleasant surprise, Mrs. Fernwell? I've come on a mission. Right. There's no problem with Vicky's adoption, is there? Oh, contraire. <laughs> That's French. N'est-ce pas? Who cares? We've been following Vicky's progress closely since you adopted her. And I am delighted to tell you that the Department of Family Services has voted you the adoptive family of the year. That's a thing? Well, that's quite an honor. Well, it certainly is, and we're very proud, aren't we, kids? Proud, proud. <laughs> uh, if it's convenient, my superior, Mr. Digby, would like to come over tomorrow and present you with a beautiful plaque. Mm. Plaque? Oh, that would be very nice. Because they're trying to stand under the radar. Tape, a small interview with Vicky and her new parents. Videotape. You know, to show other families who are considering adoption. Oh, that would be just fine. No problem. Oh, wonderful. Then I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, will uh, five o'clock be all right? Oh, fine. Uh, Vicky, show Mrs. Fernwald to the door, please. Walk this way. Oh, she's going to shove her out the door. Bye. Bye. She's going to shove her out the door like Jamie did to Harriet. Bye, sweetheart. Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the <laughs> she couldn't have just made a phone call, really. So yeah, she comes over because they've been chosen as the adoptive family of a, the year. They've won an award or something, which makes they get a plaque. Apparently, Mr. Digby, who is Miss Fernwald's boss wants to come over and video <laughs> videotape which was so common in like the 80s yes videotapes <laughs> yeah she he wants to interview vicky you know kind of as a probably like a promo or something they were like oh yeah here's a promo of one of our adopted fam uh families one of our kids that was adopted which is what, because they had no, they just popped out of nowhere. Like, oh, if we we're going to, we got to make this adoption official. And the Lawsons had a fake birth certificate and all that crazy stuff. It's just nuts. Why does she keep showing up again? <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I knew that Vicky was going to pull exactly what Jamie did to Harriet. Like, goodbye, hit the road, see you later, see you in 1996. She slams the door on Mrs. Fernwald. She doesn't, like, practically shove her out the door like Jamie does. 
I, I can imagine that Ted's going to have to program something into Vicky to make her sound either like a normal kid, because she's going to be interviewed by somebody. It's going to be on a tape. You know, the, I kind of think, you know, they want to stay under the radar. I radar. I, I kind of thought Mrs. Fernwald was going to bring up the whole thing about Vicky in school. Do you have, because you've been homeschooling her, quote unquote. Do you have her tests, any school records, anything like that? I thought that's what she was there to bring up. Like, still what's going on with that? You say you homeschool her, where's the proof for that? So let's find out. I, I think that Ted is going to input something into Vicky to make her seem more normal-ish, I guess. We'll find out. Well, this episode, where is Joan's friend? I thought that's what this episode is about. This episode couldn't be further from that. I mean, let me read it again. Joan's high school friend is not what Ted expects. That's the episode, right? So why are we not getting that? Why are we focusing on whatever this is? I'm confused. Unless this Mr. Digby... Well, that can't be right, because Mrs. Fernwald is older than Joan and Ted. We'll find out. We'll find out. Hi. Oh, Chinese egg rolls, my favorite. I've never been big on those. Don't you dare, Ted. Those are for when the guests come. What guests? If you want to make yourself useful, you can get down five plates with your dress. Five plates? Why don't I make it uh, six? Why six? Because with six, you'll get egg roll. Get out. No, you don't. I'll get my own plates. Uh, till Mrs. Fernwall gets here, why don't you just go and watch some television? Television? Look into the eyes of the great Rinaldi. That's very cute, Vicky, but I don't have time to play right now. <laughs> Look into my eyes. You are getting tired. Oh my gosh! Your eyelids are growing heavy, heavy, heavy. You cannot hold your eyes open. You are asleep. Vicky, take this train. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Become a vamp like Mae West, and when you hear the word stop, you will stop it. When I snap my fingers, you will awaken. Take this train to the living room, please. Train to the living room, please. Yikes! Holy shoot! I was not expecting that! That was creepy. I thought she was trying to hypnotize us, the viewers, because her face was, like, right there, with her little spinning pupil eyes. I didn't even think that would work, because she was pretending to be the great Rinaldi, and, you know, they got Mrs. Fernwell and whoever, Digby or whatever, coming over. So I just, I'm like, oh, there's no way that's going to work. And apparently it does. She becomes a vamp? What even is this episode? This is weird. What's a vamp? Like a vampire? Oh, did you, oh my gosh, the look on Vicky's face as she's taking that tray before she goes into the living room. She's got this, this, satisfied grin like <laughs> she's taking over that oh is she gonna hypnotize all of them oh my gosh 
That would be the immediate, that would be just the ultimate robot takeover. Like, she's smarter than you give her credit for in some ways. And this is, oh my gosh. I'm really wondering how this is going to shape up. But still, where is this supposed old classmate of hers? We haven't heard anything about this. I think IMDb is wrong. Seeing this Gary kid, these episodes are only 20-some minutes long. What's going on? I am so confused right now. Is she going to hypnotize Ted? Gosh, him and those egg rolls. Look into the eyes of the great Rinaldi. Oh, shit! She's doing it to all of them! You are getting tired, very tired. Your eyes are growing heavy, heavy, heavy. You cannot hold your eyes open. Ricky, would you go play with Jamie? Oh, my gosh! When you hear the word banana, you will act like a monkey. Oh my god. That weird chime. Oh my gosh, she's gonna... My father said for me to play with you. Look into the eyes of the great Rinaldi. Not now, Vicky. I'm doing my homework. Look into my eyes. Oh. You are getting tired. Very tired. Your eyelids are growing heavy. 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 You cannot hold your eyes open. Really, Vicky, I... Oh, my gosh. When you hear the word milk, you will act like a baby. Oh, my gosh. Hypnotism can be fun as well as educational. Oh, it's the words that there is going to put them into the trance. Oh, okay. This is crazy. Oh, my... I. She did that to all of them. That can't just be the influence of the hypnotist, right? I think there's an evil side to Vicky that we don't know about. You imagine? Oh my gosh. When the camera closes up on her face and the, you know, the circles, the hypnotist circles like in the eyes. What if that did that to the viewers? Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh my god. That would be that would be so crazy. Okay, so let's uh, see what's going to happen here. This couldn't be ugh, the worst time ever to be pulling something like this when they're expecting somebody. Oh, my gosh. Why did you leave the egg rolls out by him? He's going to eat them. I can't wait till they slip into their trance. I think that's going to be really interesting. You touch those egg rolls, Ted. Okay. Honey, I only have one, honestly. You shouldn't have had any. Oh, here we go. That must be Mrs. Fernwolf. I'm sorry, honey. I couldn't. I couldn't help tasting them while they were still warm. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh. How you do? Oh my gosh. 
Wow, I, I couldn't even watch. I'm so embarrassed. Oh my god. So that what is a vamp exactly? Like a a, a seductress or something? I'm gonna look that up right now. What does vamp mean? Vamp vampuous vamp. Oops. V A M P. Let's find out. What's a vamp? Um, there's a movie from 1986, a black comedy horror film. Uh, a woman who uses her charm or wiles to seduce and exploit men. Ay, <laughs> wow. A vamp is an attractive, dangerously flirtatious woman. A vamp is an old movie might wear tight clothes and bright red limbs, lipstick. Wow. Mm. That is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that he wasn't into that. But I think it's the f that Mrs. Firmwall is like at the Darling Honey. This is not the time nor the place. <laughs> I really thought, I he's more taken back by that. Like, what? Honey, what are you doing? Mrs. Firmwall's at the door. This is not the time. Later. <laughs> crazy i honestly think though that this um <laughs> whatever the synopsis was put in for imdb that is a hundred percent false because that's not what i'm getting in this episode at all oh they're still making out Damn. Joan, what are you doing? I have to answer the door. Later, handsome. What's with the accent? Don't stop it. Stop this. Ted, there's no time to romantic. Oh, because he said stop. You dragon advised tie. Yeah. Oh, you are here. Uh, well, this is Mr. Digby, our director of family services. These are the Lawsons. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I've been looking forward to meeting you. From what Mrs. Ferrandwald has told me, you're a very special family. Oh, well, I don't know about that, but we're very excited about receiving this award from you, Mr. Dixon. Second, I thought she was going back into that accent again. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and these are our children. This is our son, Jamie. And this, of course, is little Vicky. <clears throat> this is Mr. Digby. Hello. Is she gonna <laughs> house on a tilt? No. What's wrong with it? It'll just take me a moment to set up the camera. Sounds like But one. if you normally wear it around the house, please do. <laughs> Maybe a little eyeshadow and some blush. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Lawson. Get out! Get out. No, you need to go home. Well, Harriet, dear, this is supposed to be just for our family, uh, about Vicky's adoption. So why don't you just run along? Right. Hi. I'm Vicky's photogenic best friend. I know everything there is to know about her. Oh, really, little lady? Like what? Well, for one thing, she thinks I'm wonderful. <laughs> and what do you think of Vicky? I think she has great taste in friends. 
<laughs> Jamie, like, gagging us up. Uh, would you like to hear me recite a poem? No! no. God, <laughs> get out! Go! Jamie, you need to pull her out of there. Oh, I like that rhyme. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is the word? The unusual child, isn't she? Yeah, she's well, here. Well, now that everything has returned to normal, uh, should we have some refreshments? Uh, Vicky, go get some coffee, please. The coffee and egg roll, Mr. Digby. Thank you. Egg rolls and coffee sounds... Oh, I'd love one, but I'm on a little diet. <laughs> I have to watch my figure. Mm. Oh, no one else will. <laughs> well, uh, then some fruit, maybe? Oh, that would be nice. I thought uh, that was grapes, corn. Cherries, a banana. <gasps> oh, no. Gosh, this is insane. You chose this monkey to be father of the year? Father of the year? Lawson did say he was quite a cut-off. <laughs> Stop it. Stop what? You know what? Mrs. Fernwald, your fruit? Oh, uh, could I have a glass of water instead? Of course, I'll get it for you. Oh, don't trouble yourself. No, no, I'll have Vicky help me. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, of course, Harriet comes over. Like, oh, I saw the man with the camera. This old man and Mrs. Fernwald come in. I, so are they all get? I thought it was just in a, one award for, like, the whole family. Like, oh, you're the adoptee family of the year. Here's your plaque. So, of course, she's got egg rolls, she's having Vicky get coffee, and I'm just thinking, egg rolls and coffee does not, <laughs> of course, she's got, like, a fruit platter. At first, I thought it was, like, ears of corn on a platter. No, they're bananas, and, of course, banana is the word that sets off Ted and turns him into acting like a monkey. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it is creative. It is creative, definitely, to see them kind of get out from their, their regular roles and be kind of goofy. I mean, this is a lot better than that episode where Jamie was thinking that he was the boss of the family and Joan and Ted were dressed like big, that piece of shit episode. And the old man, Mr. Digby's like, oh, this is the man who chose for father of the year, this nut. Luckily, Jamie throws out Harriet because she's about ready to recite a poem. She's, she's, she got all dolled up. She saw the man with the camera, went home, got all dolled up in this dress. Luckily, Jamie shoves her out the door. But the word is stop. And Joan's like, stop it, Ted, stop it. And he snaps back out of it. And he sees he's holding the banana. He actually was, like, sifting through Jamie's hair like a chimp would, like, picking lice out of each other or something like that. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> 
So, Mrs. Firmwalt, I bet Vicky is going to turn... Well, there were at least, what, there were five of those people on stage. Well, okay, so, so far, Jones the Vamp. Uh, Ted is the monkey. Jamie's the baby that leaves the dog and... What was the other one? Hold on, let me go look. There's a dog and let's see, let's see. Where's this Gary kid? The woman who tangos. So my guess is she's gonna turn into the woman who tangos, and then Mr. Digby's gonna turn into the dog. Would be my guess. Let's find out. You know she's gonna hypnotize the other two. Water, please. A glass of water. Oh, isn't it exciting, Vicky? Just think, after we tape the interview, you'll be able to see it on your own television set. Television. Look into the eyes of the great Rinaldi. Oh, here we go. Pardon, dear. Look into my eyes. You are getting tired. Your eyes are growing weary. You cannot hold your eyes open. Yep. And as for you, dear lady, when you hear the word rose, you will get up and dance the tango. <laughs> Almost ready, folks. Oh, can I help you there, Mr. Digby? This is yeah, going to be on you, uh, television? Dad, can I have an egg roll? Have a grape there, healthier. Okay. That's an egg roll. <laughs> You're kidding! That's, it looks like a... Pizza roll. That looks like a pizza roll. Um, I should alert you, Mrs. Lawson, that when just I moving. turn these camera lights on, it's liable to get a little warm. Warm? Oh, no! Gonna give oh, them no. then a, a I left the videotape cassette in the car. I'll be right back. Oh, this is going to be such fun. Fun. Hypnotism can be fun as well as educational. Rose feeds her dog warm bananas and milk every time she hears them bark. <laughs> Three of them are going. This is crazy. <laughs> this is nuts. Vicky, come on, turn them off. Make them stop.
She didn't turn that guy into a dog. What is going on here? You all gone crazy. I am not your dada. James acts like a baby. same time she spoke that long sense, sentence of the the I guess you can call them trigger words that set them all off and of course I kind of figured like no there is one other one the dog that would be Mr. Digby but my gosh I liked this episode granted it is not anything like what IMDB's synopsis was I don't know what episode that's supposed to be but this was creative. I, I got to hand it to you. I, this, I really liked the actors taking on these other personas. It was fun. It definitely is fun. And that's basically the episode. Yeah, she turns Mr. Digby into a dog. And they're like, oh, he's going to get hit by a car if he's acting like a dog. Well, Jamie's like, yeah, we need to stop him. So they're like, well, where'd he go? Where'd he go? And he's about ready to, what, take his pants off and, like, piss on a fire hydrant? Because, like, he's right there by the fire hydrant. And Vicky screams, stop! Just, oh, God. That would have been, oh, my. We don't see it, thank goodness. But, uh, <laughs> the freeze for, 
frame here. We got Mrs. Fernwald looking away. We got Jamie with a grin on his face. And we got Ted like, oh my God, this is for real. But yeah, they do realize that Vicky, you know, had watched that program with them. And she, it's not always going to be about what other people are saying that she's repeating. It could be stuff she's seeing on TV that she's repeating too. But this was fun. This was such a fun episode. I just, I really liked it. And I just, it was fun seeing them act outside of themselves. Especially, honestly, Joan. That was so uncharacteristic for her. <laughs> just because, you know, Jamie's acting like a baby. Ted was acting like a chimp. And, you know, so on. But Joan, I mean, just... Wow, <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah, uh, the synopsis is 100% wrong. Maybe this is something that will come up later on in, a, in another episode. But so far when I've read the synopsis for these on IMDb, they've all been correct. That is so weird. Is there, there no, this is going to 8.0 out of 10 uh, based on 21 ratings. Sorry, guys, I didn't say that. We got... Peter Baldwin directing this episode. We got writers Don Hart, Robin Pennington, and of course Howard Leeds. Hold on a second. Pennington. Is she related? Well, I mean, that could be. Well, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Robin Pennington. Susie, this person's a writer. It's written out an episode for Who's the Boss? One for Small Wonder. Wait. One for Small Wonder. Okay, so this was written by... He's got the same last name as Marla. So could this be a, a relative... I mean, Robin can also be a guy's name as well. Could be a husband. Could be a brother. Could be somebody. Or it could be a lady, maybe sister. Or a relative or something. Oh, um, yeah, of course, there's never any trivia. I want to see what the comments are for this episode on YouTube. First comment out the gate here is Joan's face at the end credits when Vicky yells stop priceless. Yeah. What is she's like kind of exhaling like kind of like like oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What is this nonsense? Another one says this episode was so funny. Another one says this was one of the funniest. This honestly 100% one of the funniest episodes of the show I have seen in a very long time. There was no Gary by the way. Brian Austin Green was not in this episode. Says the special effects are just amazing. Let's see uh, when Vicky said stop. No. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. We got another one on YouTube. Here are some comments. This video, this video, <laughs> this episode really brought out all the actors' capability. It really did. It really got to showcase what they could do outside of their characters. This is just great. Everyone being hypnotized to funny. I'm so glad I came across it back in the. Okay. I love the special effects of the show. Let's see if it's anything. <laughs> Jamie says, when I hear the word Harriet, I will throw myself in front of a truck. 
<laughs> and this person, so he was peeing at the hydrant. <laughs> Probably. At 13.46, you can see Jamie gagging in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Trying to see if there's anything else here. I thought that Harriet was going to get hypnotized, but there's only five people in the hypnotist program, so she would have had to have made one up. <laughs> So, yeah, some people in the comments are saying that Brian Austin Green was given credit for the episode, but maybe his scene was cut. Okay, hold on a sec. Does Brian Green as Gary, maybe that's what he went by. But, yeah, he's not in this episode, so, yeah, I'm guessing his scene was cut. So, yeah, that was the episode. Like I said, I had a fun time with it. This was fun. <laughs> And I hope you guys enjoyed it. So for September, I'll be covering season two, episode 21, Wally the Wimp, which aired February 28th, 1987. In this episode, pro wrestler Jesse Ventura is invited to the Lawson, to the Lawson house for dinner. He has a surprise for Ted. As years before, he was the nerdy little kid named Wally who te Ted, Ted teased in college. A lot of these things do not add up. First of all, you don't refer to a college-age student as a little kid. When it said little kid, I'm thinking, like, maybe in junior high or elementary school. I'm not thinking little kid like high school or definitely not college. That doesn't make any sense, but um, we'll see how this goes. Jesse Ventura playing himself, Jesse Ventura. Okay. This guy was a mayor? You. Personal wrestler turned actor, elected to a four-year term as mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Okay, cool. After he was done being a mayor, he purchased a small hobby farm in nearby Maple Grove, Minnesota. And moved from Brooklyn Park. Okay, interesting. Oh, he served as a governor of Minnesota from 99 to 2003. Interesting. That's cool. I don't know anything about this guy. Has he been in anything else other than just being a wrestler, I wonder? Looks like he's got some credits here. He's got a lot of credits, in fact. Oh, my gosh. You know, he's got his wrestling thing going on. A lot of wrestling stuff because he's a wrestler. Wow. That is really cool. All right, so, I mean... Am I a little disappointed that the synopsis didn't add up to the actual episode? Maybe a little. Because, <laughs> as you can see now, my predictions were way, way off. And thank you, IMDb, for that. That's IMDb's fault. Whoever put that synopsis in was 100% correct. I think 
Part of me thinks that maybe that is a summary for another episode in another season, like maybe season three or four. And maybe this synopsis for this particular episode was swapped out with another. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But yeah, look forward to Wally the Wimp in September. I hope you all have a great rest of your August, the rest of summer, because summer is almost over. All right. And if you guys, like I said, if you want to check this episode out, definitely do it. Because it is crazy bonkers hilarious. Just go to YouTube, search Small Wonder, Look Into My Eyes, or Small Wonder 2 times 2 zero, and it'll pop up. Either, either video, so. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.